Hey ladies, welcome to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. I am super excited for this part one of this episode. I sat down with some of my boys to bring to you ladies what men think. I haven't done a what men think segment in so long, so I was super duper excited to be able to bring this to y'all because y'all deserve to know what these men out here thinking, y'all. Like, I'm blessed to have homeboys who let me know what's up, so it would be foul of me not to share that knowledge with y'all. So I hope that you will enjoy these this part one and part two of What Men Think featuring Burden by PN Podcast. It's your boy D, D Stew, aka Moscato Poppy on Instagram, your baby mama's favorite podcaster. Welcome to another uh, episode of Burden by Opinions, y'all. Let go. Okay, stay. What's going on? This is your boy Cool G. Uh, episode three or season three. Uh, follow me. I'll take you on Instagram at the end of the I can't remember right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's TJ. Follow me on Instagram, underscore Thurman. Uh, we down one, man. Shout out to Anthony. Nasty. I don't know what he's doing right now, but um, we also have a special guest. So I'm going to let the special guest go ahead and introduce herself. Shout out to special guest. Okay. Hey, y'all. I'm Jessica Janae, not Jenna. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Jess Jessica Janae. That's J E N A. <laughs> let us know. Yeah, Justin, Justin, Justin have her first time on Birdy Bite Beans. She was here with last September, August. Was it last year? Season one. First day I ever heated. What was the name of that one? Sprinkle of Estrogen. Sprinkle of Estrogen. Y'all bought more than a sprinkle that time. I ain't gonna lie. I'm excited to get Zool to be back on here. With some heat. Go ahead and plug your podcast there real quick before we get started. Okay, I am the host of the Dear Sister Podcast. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Mm, boom. All right, so without further ado, <laughs> y'all know how we get down here on Bourbon by Opinions. We're going to start off the ever-popular Dope or Dumb segment. This is where I take a handful of topics. I give them to the guys and girl. They're going to tell me whether they think each one's dope or dumb, the justification for why they win either way on it, okay? So first off, we're going to start off with a barber in Mississippi, man. My man was doing house calls. And uh, apparently he even went to a barber's competition in mid-March. Oh. Started feeling coronavirus symptoms around March the 17th. And he, he was officially diagnosed with coronavirus on March 24th. And he passed away recently. Oh, he testified on the 22nd, actually. And he recently passed away. So I'm not going to ask y'all, is it dope or dumb that my man passed away, obviously. But is it dope or dumb that people out here still doing house calls for, like, uh, getting your hair done, haircuts, stuff like that? You gonna start off with the lady? I think it's a little ghetto, honestly. Um, <laughs> like for real. Ghetto. You know, now I will go to my cousin's house so she can break my hair. But with this coronavirus, you don't know what people be doing in their house houses. You don't know who they let in their house other than you. So I just think that was a little ghetto for him to still be doing house calls. May he rest in peace. So I think that's a dump. Um, I got my hair done last month. For my birthday. But I did get my nails done last Monday. But she was in a suite. And that was before the governor like shut down everything. Ghetto. Uh-huh. So I guess I was ghetto. But my nails done. <laughs> so that's all that matters. You said GFT. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I mean. I mean. It is a little bit ghetto. But I mean. Barbers are central out here. They are. But, I mean, but you really ain't going nowhere, but, like, you know, 
But ain't, ain't nobody want to be sitting up in the house uh, woofing it either. So, I mean, I think it's dope. But you got to be, you got to be careful. You Just like, just like she said. So, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of doing. I ain't taking no risk because that little bit of money. I mean, yeah, I'm just going with Doug. Uh, I mean, I definitely understand, man. As a barber, you get you just get told that you're shut down. You don't know what you're gonna do because your fun just right. needs to be stopped. So, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I I get it. And if you ain't been saving like that, you've been balling out like you kind of hurt. But on right. the other hand, like I'm not gonna make house calls. Like I may set up a little shed in the backyard and let one individual <laughs> come in at a time so I can sterilize everything. And then, you know, like, keep it moving. But I'm not going to go to people's house. That's just stupid. So now, right. everybody, everybody you get in contact with, probably somebody has the coronavirus and it's spreading, even if they have a symptoms. So that was dumb. I definitely went to my barber's apartment last week. My man cut my hair outside. <laughs> he set up the chair right outside. I'm going to post a picture in the video. Wow. Yeah, it's That's so. smart, though. Yeah, it's so. But my man, you got to stay safe out here, man. Like all right, so moving on to the... But if he, if he got it, though, you know you got it, right? Because he's breathing down on me for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> I got to get a cut, bro. I got to get a cut. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you raised your whole family for now. Cut. <laughs> 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 you know, essential. Essential. All right, moving on to the story. Some dude... I don't even know where he's from. Let's see if I can find it right here in the story. Oh, don't say it. Some dude somewhere in America, he spent 18 months perfecting his own KFC fried chicken recipe. And in the article, and I'll post a little blurb of the article in the video, he has the recipe down to a science, bro. I'm looking at it, and it's, it's pretty big time. The chicken looks amazing. So how do you guys feel about somebody dedicating 18 months of their life to uh, uncovering the KFC secret recipe? First of all, KFC chicken is nasty. Let's start there. KFC chicken is not the same chicken that I grew up on because where my grandparents are from in Hemingway, KFC was really the only one of maybe three, four other restaurants that they had. So KFC chicken over the time, does it does not taste the same. Now, if he was trying to learn the church's chicken recipe or the Popeye's church's chicken recipe, then maybe I could see, but KFC, no, sir. Mm. Mm. No. They're all in the hood, but they have the the best chicken. I mean they not they better the than Popeyes. Have y'all tried their chicken. macaroni and cheese? I don't know, that's everybody It's so good. It's really good. I don't know about the KFC and uh, Hemingway, but uh, I'm sorry, because <laughs> KFC, I ain't never ran across been good. So I think it's dope that he's mastered the uh, recipe, uh, but I do think it's dumb that he had to spend so much time doing so because what, like this, the minute he go to try to sell it or something like that, they gonna slap that dog on lawsuit on the creek. So yeah, I mean. It's, it's cool if you're just cooking it for your family or whatever, but yeah, don't worry about it. But question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <buckle. laughs> so I missed this part. What exactly did he do to learn the recipe? Did he just keep eating it until he... Uh, go ahead, TJ. I'll come back to you on that question. Let me research it a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, I think that's dumb. 
Like, bro, you spent 18 months. Like, that's the way. You can't, can't sell it. By the time you spend all that time researching that thing, you might as well just kept buying the chicken and just go ahead about your life. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, you, you can't do anything with it. But like, It shows I, I, dedication, I though. Yo, I had some freaking chicken from Bilo. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, yo. Bilo. Random ass place. Random ass place, I know. That chicken was so fire, dog. All I gather from the article to get back to Jessica's question is that he just kept trying stuff until he got it down. Wow. He just kept adding a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Wow. He's a different. I thought that you could really. I thought you could really just Google that recipe and it was like. No, I think it's like top uh, secret. Yeah, it's like top, it's like the Coca. It's like the recipe for Coca Cola, bro. It's top, top secret. secret. Oh wow! Uh, I that's somebody already discovered it. That's dedication, though. Uh, damn. That's well, not having nothing to do with your life. Yeah, <laughs> just practice that much. Practice being quarantined. Probably quarantined. I would have thought it would have been a black person. But it's not. It's a white person? Yeah. He's a white dude. Yeah. I am shocked. <laughs> 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 moving on, man. Last story for the day, man. Uh, so, 2 Chains came out on Instagram recently. And he was talking about his verse on, uh, what is it, Kanye's song, Mercy? Oh, I love that song. The whole song. He recently came out and said, and I quote, no disrespect, but I kill all them boys when he's talking about his verse on the song. And so it was Kanye, Pusha T, Big Sean, and 2 Chainz. Big Sean verse was definitely... I don't know. I listened to the song yesterday, and I can't take it. Chainz had a fire verse. What y'all think about it? Don't be dumb. 2 Chainz saying he had the best verse on the song. It's a, I feel like it's a, a close run between him and Big Sean. But I could definitely see him being a little higher than Big Sean on the song. and then But Big Sean is definitely number two of hottest verse on that song. In my opinion. That's right. Yeah. I don't I think, think it's close, close bro. To be honest, I don't even think it's close. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. That year, like, it was, it, was like, it was like a string of two years where every song 2 Chainz was on. It was a fire. He mm-hmm. had the best verse in the game. I ain't gonna lie, bro. First of all, these ladies are not bitter. Let's start there. You sure about that? I'm positive. These ladies, they're not bitter. (laughs) So just so you know, I'm being fair and I'm going to shuffle these questions up. 
And we want y'all honest opinion about what y'all think about the things that bother us, okay? Okay. The first question. Getting my Oprah on. Why is it hard for men to be honest with women? For example, you know we just having sex, right? Or I'm talking to so-and-so and not just you. Why is it so hard for men to be honest with women? So we're gonna chop that question up first. <laughs> TJ, TJ, go come on, TJ. Really, bring it home, TJ. Go. All right, real talk. All right, so <laughs> why is it why is it hard? It's not per se hard. It's us. Uh, <laughs> it's us really just trying to keep y'all with them as as little bit of confidence we can go through. So what do we do? We just kind of hide that section of our lives because, like, it. In all honesty, even if we did tell you guys and y'all did stay, we still have to hear all that shit from you guys That's constantly. And then we have to start worrying about you guys doing the same thing on us. So we like, we ain't going to take that seed in your ear. So we're going to just stay low on everything and just try and hide as much as we can for as long as possible. That's the true answer. Okay. In my okay. And if we tell the truth, we might not be able to get what we want anyway, so... Exactly. So, why do y'all feel like so? It's okay for y'all to do something, but as soon as we start thinking about doing it, it's a problem. It's not okay for neither one of us to do it. But if there's anybody in the relationship that's gonna do it, I would want it to be me and not you. <laughs> okay, so let me just put out this disclaimer, ladies, that um, this is not what all men think. This is some of what they think. Okay. <laughs> um, number two. Between the three of us, we represent about ninety percent of men. I cannot. I cannot. Okay. Um. Next question. Why do guys automatically get defensive when their lady expresses a concern? Mm. I think. So I'll, I'll go on this. And I'll go on this. And I'll go on this. I wouldn't say we get offended or defensive. I think it's more so that, for one, a lot of times when y'all express a concern, we've already talked about it a couple times already. Okay. It just It's a reoccurring thing, and we've changed. We've done what you asked us to do. We've done what we thought was right, and for whatever reason, that didn't fix the problem. So now we're like, all right, bro, what you want me to do? But now we're getting frustrated. I think frustrated is a better word. I'm yes. Frustrated. Okay. I was just about to agree, because um, I've been in that situation recently, and it's really just more of a, damn, you really want to ruin my happiness right now and start this right now? Damn. Y'all have the more worst anything, anything to do, bro. The worst timing? Like, yeah, because I can, I can talk to you about this all day, but it's like, man, my day has been blissful and so happy. Yes. And here wow. you go. I just need to talk about something. Ah, <laughs> uh, hell. You know what I'm saying? Well. It's like, we don't want to talk about this shit right now. Right. Well, I'm on Facebook Live, and one guy said, because we be reaching overthinking. That's a fact. That's true, too. That's a fact. That's a fact. I definitely agree. And one one lady said that she's definitely guilty of that. So, I don't feel like I'm guilty of that. But she says that she's guilty of that. So, that takes a, a lot of courage to admit that. Um, Y'all ready for this next question? Okay. Most men wear watches. So, why can't y'all understand... <laughs> 
<laughs> that time is important and it's not something that should be wasted. So basically, why y'all be wasting our time? Why? How the hell does that question make me? <laughs> because that's an important question. Like y'all need to be on this call. A lot of guys be wasting our time. I mean, they don't waste my time, honey, because I don't be giving my time to be wasted. Okay. But right. some guys be wasting right. people's time. Why do y'all do that? Okay, let me let me say this. Let me ask, well, my common question is is uh uh like did you like ignore the signs? Because nine times out of ten we show you who we are. Mm. throughout like we show you our intentions. If I'm if a dude only sliding through a hit you up late at night, you know he nine times out of ten don't want nothing else from you. True, true, true. Uh uh if uh you know <laughs> you ain't you ain't none of his family. And he always hits you on the leg like free. Then we should know. That's not telling. You should know. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you one. I'm t- and, and, like, you know, just to kind of compare me to, like, almost like a puppy. If you give a puppy, if you let a puppy roam the house, she's going to piss every way you want to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's good. Just, like, so you take the space. You take, man, hey, if you give us an inch, we're going to damage or take the mile. Don't play with it. Like, but yeah. if, I feel like this. As far as wasting time, you're Responsibility to set your boundaries. He's not going to do mm. it for you. That's good. David is actually an alpha too. Yeah, David, you need to come on the show. I mean, a failed relationship doesn't constitute wasting time. That's yeah. That's not accurate. Doesn't. It depends on your perspective of it. If you if you perceive it as you wasted life, then you wasted life. But if you did. If you learn something from it and you gather something valuable, then yeah. you haven't wasted any time. You just gained. I long waited yeah. for almost a decade. I feel like as a woman, I feel like a lot of women sell themselves dreams and then they buy the dream. Right. You get what I'm saying? Bad. So I really don't believe in wasted time. I just feel like like y'all said, some women ignore the signs because they feel like maybe I can change him when you really can't. So Ain't no change. You either respect my boundaries or you you get gone. Okay, so next question. Although not all women are the same and we don't put up with things that most do, why do men feel they can string a woman along and expect her to wait around for him to get ready for what she's ready for? Is it because he knows he'll never find another woman like her? 
Or is it because he's not mature enough to handle the kind of woman she is and what she brings to the table? Maybe he's not on her level yet. TJ, I think, I think you need to elaborate on that because you just yeah, said yeah. something kind of circumventing it. No, I'm trying to understand the question. Could you read like the first part again? Yes, it said so. Basically, first she was saying like this doesn't apply to all women, um. But why do men feel that they can string a woman along and expect her to wait around for him to get ready for what she's ready for? Like, is it because he's afraid he'll never find another woman like her, or is it that he may not be mature enough to handle that what kind of woman she is at that time? I think that's a complex question, and it could, it could go, like, so many different ways. Like, yeah, some could be he's waiting to mature. Some could be he's waiting to get himself to where he feels like he could maybe handle a woman like that. Or mm -hmm. some could be, like, he doesn't think that she's the one, so he could be possibly still waiting to see if, like, he's going to feel like that right. or if somebody else is going to come along, too. And that's, a, that's another thing. Like, women feel like... I think women, it's hard to admit, well, hard to soak in that mm -hmm. some men, even though you are a great woman, some men may not just find you that great and like you're going to wife. So you have to really, you really have to accept that, like, all right, he's just not for me. And yeah. people get heartbroken over that, but it's like, yo, some people just aren't for you. Yeah. So that guy right. still be waiting on his woman, but still trying to have you as a slice of cake on the side, too, Ooh. as he waits. Mm -hmm. Um... Frankie said, but what about the men that take advantage of women's feelings and their dreams? What do y'all want to Frankie say? Hall? Frankie Hall. <laughs> Frankie Hall. Frankie Hall. Frankie Hall. Frankie Hall. He also said it's because she allows him to, plain and simple. <laughs> that, that is a fact, though. I mean, because women, sometimes you guys, we talk a little bit too much. And if y'all tell us enough information and you're not... If you're not dealing with a guy of high integrity, he will take advantage right. of that. Like, he's going to exploit that thing. Yeah. He's going to exploit that to at least stay around longer. Ooh. Like if you like a romantic, if you like a romantic man, you know what I'm saying? He may not do it every day, but you know, once in a while, he might be like, all right, you know, I'm going to give my baby some fries or whatever. I know she's like, this is going to, this is going to make her feel good for at least another two weeks. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just right. like doing little shit like that. Right. Or like, right. You, you said right. you want, you said you want an entrepreneur, then he's going to start talking about like, oh, I don't want to build some businesses in the future or something like that. You know, I want to build generational wealth. He's going to start talking about something. He's going to start feeding your appetite, basically. He is. Because y'all yeah. think that dudes are dumb. But y'all are dumb because y'all think that we that dumb. Like, we be <laughs> what? working y'all. Like, we really be working y'all. I cannot. <laughs> right. Oh, my, um, my auntie said, true. Stop that diary of the mouth. <laughs> okay, David added, me personally, I don't think it takes guys long to know what they want. If somebody is getting strung along, he feels he could possibly do better. But at the moment, you are the best yeah. that he has. Oh, David. <laughs> 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 David is dropping the gems, okay? David need to be on the show too. Okay, next question. What do you think are the top five most important factors in a relationship? Top five important factors in a relationship. Uh, no, a successful relationship. <laughs> And I want to let the people know that, like, one of you is married, one of you is in a serious relationship, 
and you are single in a relationship. We can't see who you're pointing at, Justin. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, are you in a relationship, single? Yeah, I'm in a relationship. So, okay, uh, married and... I'm single. Tough. Yeah. So we got one married dude and two, uh, <laughs> two boys out here in these streets. Oh, so, I thought you... Did you not just hear me? GS, okay. I'm sorry, GS. I thought you were in a relationship. My bad. Okay. Um, what are the five most important factors in a relationship from everyone's perspective? Oof. All right. I'm gonna go with number one. I, I don't know if I can list all five, but I'm gonna say number one is definitely communication. Like, like you said, uh, from both avenues. And when I say communication, I'm not saying like just a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like actual laying out and understanding of each other's thought process and how the other person feels both ways. Like not just somebody mm-hmm. talking at someone, which I know like people are guilty of just talking at someone for an hour mm-hmm. and thinking that y'all communicate, but you're not. If the message isn't understood by the other person. So I would mm-hmm. say communication. I think that <clears throat> thoughtfulness, mm-hmm. I guess thoughtfulness and love, would be kind of on the same thing because like, you really have to feel like care about the other person's feelings. Right. But there's times when I've been with somebody and I really just didn't truly care, care about their feelings. Like it was more so oh. important of what, how I felt. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And I always tried to win, but now like I'm in, I'm, I'm more so in a mindset of I don't care who wins as long as both of us can be happy at this, mm. at this time. So I like that. Love, thoughtfulness, communication, um, Five. Or you can do top three. Five. You can do top three. I think that growth, growth, is, growth is definitely a big thing. I think that you guys should definitely strive to make each other better. Um, that's something that I really love in the person. Somebody that's actually like paying attention to like what your flaws is. They're not scared to call you out on it. Right. They actually give you advice on like what to do better, and not like just yell at you or like make you feel bad about mm-hmm. what have you grow from them. I think that's four. I mean, that's. Can I throw something in there? Um, yeah. Someone said, unfortunately, so many men struggle with communication, especially black men. We are raised not to express emotions. Like, what do you feel about that? Because a lot of women do feel that was a comment from a male. But I know for a lot of women is we feel like it's hard to communicate with some men sometimes because like y'all just shut down. I think uh, I think men communicate differently. I don't think there's a, okay. a lack of communication. I just don't think it's in the form that most women would like. So we're not very verbal beings when it comes to communicating. We most of the time, nine times out of ten, we show how we feel gotcha. before we say how we feel. If that makes right. sense. Got you. Um, yeah. To get back to the the first question, I, I think communication is probably the most important factor. Mm-hmm. Um, this comes from the married guy. Um, I think trust and loyalty go hand in hand. I think that's a real big thing. I gotta be able to trust you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think transparency is another big one. Being able to like be that. totally open with your partner. And that's really hard for men to do. Just mm. be totally, totally transparent. Um, res- did I say respect? No, but you can add that. You can add that. Uh, I say respect. Um, and a, a dark horse man, intimacy. Intimacy is a big one. Ooh, yeah. I'm yeah. telling you this from, from a marriage, not just sex, but intimacy, but you know, yeah. Intimacy, period. And 
you know, the whole overarching meaning of the word intimacy. Okay. And uh, I think I was four. I don't, I don't know about this. <laughs> hey, can I go back to that communication thing? Because, <clears throat> like, all right, so from my experience, from some of the experiences that I've had, mm-hmm. so communication, especially from a black man, it only goes as far as y'all want to hear and like mm-hmm. to hear. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when we try to say what we truly feel, and if y'all don't like that shit, y'all shut us down before we even shut down. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sometimes we can't even, and then once you do that repetitively, we kind of get to a point to where what's y'all don't want to share nothing. to express myself. Right. And if you're always going to say, like, that's not how it is, that's not how it is, or like, come back. I'm not going to fight with you and come back with you just to say my piece. Right. I'd rather be quiet. So once you go through that cycle, like, after a while, I'm, I'm just going to stop talking to you because it's pointless. And not only that, like, that goes back to that question from earlier. It's like, y'all ask for 100% honesty, but when a man is trying to be 100% honest, you can't handle it necessarily sometimes. Like, do you, so, like, for that young lady that asked that question earlier, like, you have to ask yourself, can you handle the whole truth? Mm -hmm. Um, But to get back to the original statement, uh, well, the original question is, uh, one, uh, faith, faith is my number one. Um, Mm -hmm. You have to have a relationship, right? to communication and understanding um just like they say like it's very it's, it's you, you can communicate and just do a bunch of talking but you know your your words can have no content right you don't have any kind of understanding of each other um three would be uh let's see um oh, these boys took up all the all the good stuff <laughs> i guess uh, tra- i mean transparency yeah transparency through like communication just like you know Hey, if you feel some type of way, just t- talk to me. Like, right. you gotta realize that we as men aren't mind readers, so stop expecting us to know. So I want you to come in. If if you want me to be a hundred percent honest with you, I'll be be a hundred percent honest with me. Um, because, uh, I I mean that's some struggles that I've had in the past. Um, hmm. let's see. Intimacy is a big deal too. Yeah, just you know, intimacy. Um, I don't know how many of you all out there know your love languages, but you know, mm, like for that important. person to have an understanding of what your love language is through intimacy that's and important. things of that nature, knowing how to love you, like you know, knowing how to love each other, like in each other's love language. That's a right. that's a whole nother ballpark, and um, I don't really have a fifth right now, so I've been talking for a minute. We just <laughs> Those are good. <laughs> that was good. Um. What do you think the male population as a whole could do better? Mm. That's actually <clears throat> like for, as far as towards women, uh, women. Um, are in general, but they probably wanted to know for when you know in regards to women. But I feel like in general, what do y'all feel like the male population as a whole could do better? Uh, I would say. Oh, I like that, G. Yeah, I say be accountable. I mean, hey, um, stop blaming people and past like past trauma for how you are now because mm. you know the past is in the past. You know, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of men struggle struggle with this. I mean, my, me and myself personally, I've struggled with it before. But you can't keep politics other people. Right. Um, well, you can't. You can't. It's like uh, starving the person that you have because of. The mess that someone else created in your past. So just right. be accountable for those things. Take back, uh, assess, 
Um, maybe even get some therapy, man. There's a lot of brothers out here that need some therapy. Therapy, right? Go, like go, and you know, in the black community, that's like that's that's shunned upon now. And I mean, you know, Charlemagne wrote a book that you know brought a lot of light to it. Mm-hmm. But that's that's something like get you a therapist and get over your past. Right. I feel like women, they, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I feel like <laughs> women, um, and men too, but sometimes we just hold on to things that happen to our past, not saying that those things don't matter, but like in my video that I made about Jeezy and Jeannie May, or however you pronounce her name, I feel like women have to stop allowing one person that could not treat them correctly, one person that couldn't see their values, one person that couldn't see their worth, like just make them into this person that is angry and bitter and unable to trust. You get what I'm saying? Like, we've all yeah, been hurt in some form or fashion. At some point, you got to get over it because I feel like the longer you hold on to it, the more power you give to the person that hurt you. The women who yeah, say, I'm never going to let a man in. I'm never going to let another person in. Well, sis, the man that hurt you 10 years ago, he done been with five people since you. Like, let it go. Not saying it didn't happen. Don't dismiss that it happened to you because it did. But stop allowing what happened to have so much power over you now. Because it's not going to change that it happened. I agree. Um, I think we need to bring more to the relationship too, bro. Because I think a lot of guys are still in that mindset where we got to be the provider and nothing else. Like we gotta bring mm. home. We ain't gotta mm. provide anything else. Like those days are gone. Those women are largely gone. Like mm. there's different ways to to contribute to a relationship than just being a breadwinner now in 2020. So we gotta learn to contribute in different ways. Right. And get rid of that old mindset. Right. True. Um, I would say, man. Overall, I think for a relationship towards our women and for men in general, man, we gotta love more. Mm. Like not just not just our women, but ourselves and other men. Like we actually gotta bring love to the picture more. Like so, I'm a part of men's ministry, and this one, this is one thing that my um, our president always says. He says, "You'll be surprised at how many men just die alone without friends, without love, mm. without anybody, because we're so sheltered." within ourselves because we feel like we can't open up to other people mm-hmm. and I think that love will conquer that so I would say if there's anything we could do better I would say it's giving love and accepting love from right. everyone right that's solid I like that Thanks. next question how do you know when she's the one? Oh, we got the one married guy well yeah one married guy <laughs> Well, how do you know she's the one? Or how did you know that your wife was the one? I don't think there was any, like, one moment for me that was where I was like, she's the one. But I can't think of a time when, you know, I was going through something. I won't get elaborate into that. But right. I was going through something. I talked to her. And it was the first time I'd had a conversation with a woman where mm. I really felt like I could talk to her about anything. Like, mm. anything. Mm. And I feel that. it was like... I don't want to lose that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Our our (laughs) circumstances were a little bit different. It was kind of a, we got to a point where it was like, we're going to do this or or we're going to split. So I had to make a decision. I wasn't ready. I'll admit, I wasn't 100% ready Mm. when I proposed, but I got ready because that's what I wanted. Mm. And I think, I think 
that's the the reality versus the fantasy when it comes to marriage. Like guys, you're never gonna be ready, bro. Like you're never gonna be a hundred percent. Do y'all hear that, man? You're never gonna one hundred percent be ready. You're never gonna. Oh my god. You're never gonna wake up one day and just be like, all right, today's the day when I want to get married. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like. Okay, I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to get ready. I'm going to do what I got to do to make it work. And as long as you're willing to do what you have to do to make it work, it'll be all right. Right. Can I, uh, I, can't, I can't say uh, how I know that she is the one, but I can say how I know that she ain't. So, <laughs> here's my theory on it. Here's my theory on it. How do you know I'm she's gonna, not the one, TJ? I always get to this point where I'm happy, but I may not be at maximum so I'll be like even kill and I just sit down and I'll just think about everything that she's put me through and all her actions, her character and everything. And I'll say, can you deal with this for the rest of your life? Mm. And if the answer is no, then I always just be like, all right, it's time for you to go. But if the answer is yes or maybe, then I continue to see how it goes up. So that's how that's I always actually like, pretty solid. I like that. That's how I always end my relationships or whatever. Demonte, my That's auntie true. said, all right, now he got it. He's going to have a successful marriage. I got ready. So she really liked that. Um, but she did have this question. What's your definition of providing for your woman and family outside of monetary provision? Oh, that's, that's for me, too. I don't know. Who said yeah, something true. about providing? I think that was uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Bad guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's my definition of providing? So I can outside of voluntary provision. Uh, I mean, I do everything from cooking to cleaning. Like that, we don't have me and my wife don't have gender roles. Okay. Mm. Typical gender roles. So, you know, I do a lot of the things like the upkeep of the house. I do everything from changing the oil to cleaning the carpet to shining the floors in my house. Like wherever I'm needed. That, that's right. what I, especially since we have a kid now, right? So like my wife is more so with our son because you know that's her lane you know she's better with the small kids mm-hmm. and i kind of you know come behind them and clean up and do whatever i gotta do to control mm-hmm. whatever she needs mm-hmm. picking up the same toys 30 times a day mm-hmm. mm. okay good um As women, when should we realize he's not going to commit? What are the signs? I know some of you, TJ mentioned some of the signs. or No, G mentioned some of the signs earlier. But what are some of the signs that women should look for to know without a shadow of a doubt he's not going to commit? Because some ladies think just because he's texting me good morning every morning, he's going to commit to me. No, sis. I mean, anybody can send a good morning text. So what are some signs that will let us know that he's probably not that into you and he's probably not going to commit to you? Well, I can tell you, for one, when a man is intentional about dating you, you're going to know it. When a man is intentional, you're going to know it. And if he's not, yeah, he might do all the things like we talked about earlier, express how you want this or that and stuff. He might exploit those things. But when you truly know, when a man truly wants to invest in who you are or date you, you're going to definitely know. Um, So... If he's not, if I mean, I can honestly say, if you don't feel like he's going to commit to you, mm-hmm. if y'all don't have any kind of commitment or any time, any kind of conversation about commitment comes up and he gets kind of shaky, just like to say, in a dating, and y'all been y'all been going out on dates for this long, you know, y'all haven't had any kind of conversation about where y'all going past, you know, um, 
past just going out on yeah like facts that's another thing if you really want to know that's a great one if you really want to know a man serious about you don't have sex with him wow you're not giving him one that's good ladies uh 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 G said ladies if you want to know if a man is into you then don't have sex with him don't do that TJ said don't do it to stop having sex with you I don't have to explain to you like why I'm not having sex with you nor do I have to be obligated I mean I can tell you like I just feel like I want to take this a little bit more serious I think we should stop you know physically psyche to know you mentally but I don't feel like you should look at me sideways because at the end of the day I'm not obligated to have sex with you the only person that's obligated to have sex with you is your wife okay so let's let's say that same let's say that same knowledge right all right so I take you out on a nice date. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to I'm used to wine and dining you, whatever. You know what, Jess? I feel like I shouldn't wine and dine you right now. Because you're not going to wine. We're just trying to get to know each other. So I feel like now, instead of doing all that and having a great time, I think we should just sit in the car, yes. you know what I'm saying, and talk yes. and get to know one another. Because all that wine and dining shit is for my wife. So, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so, I just feel like. I was like, like G said I feel like a man who's being intentional before he even tries to touch your body he gonna try to touch your mind or maybe that's in my fantasy you think he just don't want the body I'm not saying he don't want the body but what I'm saying is I feel like I don't know as a woman I don't feel like I should be obligated to have sex with you even if I have given it up to you before that's just true that man is not obligated to marry either that's true too. So we just gonna be together. If y'all wanna take that risk, y'all can take that risk. But like, it's gonna be a lot of times when y'all gonna get some feelings hurt. I know. Okay, I have a comment from Facebook Live. Thank you, Chanel. Chanel said something very important. She says going on. Going on dates is a part of courting. Your court before oh, marriage. Sex doesn't on, fall man. under that. And I totally agree. But again, that just depends on the type of person, like what you're what you're trying to get out of it. Because I feel like dating and courting are two different things. 
Okay. All right, well, our dates from now are going to be walks in the parks and playing checkers. Thank you, Chanel. That was good. I got a question for the ladies out there, and just maybe you can answer this too. So, like, what qualifies you to want to have sex with a man? What, like, what, what makes you want to have sex with? So ladies, Jesus, and what qualifies, like, what makes a man qualify to have sex with Or what makes you want to have sex with a man? Um, sometimes, you know, things just happen. That is not an accurate response. Wow. I'm not finished. I mean, sometimes, like, somebody said Netflix and chilling, like, things just lead up. But if I'm really trying to get to know you, I'm going to try to hold out as much as possible. Until I get to a, you know, until I know you a little bit more. But if I have sex with you a little earlier, then I really don't see nothing serious with you. So before I got married, right, me and my wife dated. Me and my future wife. Not wife. We were dating, right? Bro, Stuart was out here in these streets before I, you know, I met my wife. I didn't, I didn't plan on meeting her and settling down. I had no serious intentions on dating her. Now, I ain't gonna say exactly when, but... I got the panty draws pretty early. Pretty early on, I got the panty draws. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that was a major factor in taking her seriously, but had the panty draws been retracted, I probably would not be married today. I'm just, that's just me personally. That's just facts. Me. Just being real. Uh, I probably would have went a different direction. And I had to cut women off. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I was talking to a couple different women. And I was in the courting stage. That was in court. That was the end. I didn't even say when. Never oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to cut some women off. Certain factors went in her favor when it came for me. When it came time for me, you know, start trimming the team down. She was busting that thing wide open. <laughs> I ain't going to say what factors went into play. Okay, so this leads into my next question. Yeah, let's just move on. Ladies, 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 part one was real good, but y'all gonna have to wait till next week for part two to drop. Make sure that you share this episode with your girls who are also wondering what do men think with certain things, y'all. Um, make sure that you rate and subscribe this episode and make sure that you share it to your social media um, so that we can continue to share the love and the joy that Dear Sister Podcast represents. I love y'all and I hope y'all have a great week. I'll see y'all next week.